Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. In addition to that, check out the articles and podcasts updated daily. And we always appreciate it when you share, share, share on social media. We face the same social media censorship that many of you do. So we appreciate it when you share. It was a big week in the news. It was the stark difference between America first and America last. And that's exactly what we've seen uh, with Joe Biden heading over to the Ukraine, um, visiting Zelensky. Of course, the media acted like it was so brave. Uh, even though he got a ceasefire reportedly from uh, Putin in Russia before he went over there, he had to ask permission and make sure that it was a safe area to go into. So maybe it wasn't really uh, so brave after all. But nonetheless, he went over to Ukraine and uh, he totally abandoned those in East Palestine, Ohio. Of course, FEMA finally came after President Trump announced that he was coming. But then you've got the America first side of things. Things. President Trump visiting on Wednesday. What a great visit. I mean, talk about uplifting for the community. He told them that they will not be abandoned. He brought along thousands of bottles of bottled water. Um, he bought McDonald's for the fire crew. And most importantly, he gave his time and uh, concern to those people. And he let them know that the American people are thinking about them. And um, if Trump gets back in office, they will not be abandoned. He even mentioned the communities around East Palestine, Ohio. It was just a great trip overall, and I'm so glad that he went. And it shows the stark contrast between um, America first and America last. And Joe Biden is exactly that. We knew he was compromised before he went into office. Um, he was accused of being compromised with, with Ukraine and China. And what do you know that Ukraine gets into a war? And now the United States of America has sent them something like $117 billion. When you look at Europe, all of Europe has only sent Ukraine around $10 billion. So you look at the difference. Once again, we're funding these wars um, and it's absolutely ridiculous. So uh, we need President Trump back, and that could not be any more clear this week. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on what transpired this week? Andrew, I'm doing great. And what we saw, well, first, thank all of our listeners for tuning in because we can't do it without them. As we always say, share the story and feel free to give us your comments, your commentary when you go back and watch the podcast because we would like to hear what your thoughts are. If you agree with us, you don't agree, we want to hear it. We want this to be interactive. But going back to your opening, I have to admit that everything that you said is spot on, as always. And what I find interesting is that we saw real leadership when Trump went to East Palestine, a village of about 5,000 people. He went... And he showed that he cared. It's almost been a month since the train derailed in that small village, releasing poisonous chemicals into the atmosphere, into the water. And then someone had the great idea to blow up two of the trains, thinking that it would solve some of the problems or, keep, or contain the chemicals. I still can't figure that out. So they did it. 
as we said in one of our shows, and there's a huge mushroom. The media wasn't talking about this, and now they're talking about it. Well, why weren't they talking about it previously? Well, I guess because that small little part of Ohio, borderline in Pennsylvania, voted for Trump. Oh, and did I mention that they're white? Majority of the residents are white. So who cares about them? Joe Biden supporters don't care about them because they've probably labeled them as being white supremacist. So we don't have time to focus on these white people and their problems, never mind the fact that they are Americans. Meanwhile, Joe Biden can board a plane, go across the ocean to visit our pseudo-war with Russia. Because we're in a war with Russia. Do not doubt me when I say this. We are in a war with Russia. We're using Ukraine as the front man, but we are in the war. We're providing them with artillery. We're providing them with machinery. We're in a war with Russia because we want a regime change. Now, we don't know what we're going to get once Putin is out, but who cares? We just want him out. And Joe Biden needs that on his belt because he's been incompetent at everything else. Now, if you look back at some of our shows, we had said that Zelensky was showing true leadership. He was standing up to Putin and telling him, no, we're not going to back down. You're not going to come into our country. If you recall, when this first took place almost a year ago, so almost a year ago to this month, that Joe Biden was running around with the media with the chicken, with his head, like a chicken with his head cut off, saying that, oh, they're going to invade Russia. Remember that, Andrew, how they kept telling us that they were going to invade Russia? Every day they would come on and say, oh, they're going to invade I mean, invade Ukraine, and it never happened. And then you had Zelensky. He was out and about in uh, Europe on holiday. And they kept saying, oh, it's going to be this day. What's going to be that day? And it never took place. And then finally it happened. They were like, okay, what do we do? And Joe was out making all these threats. You better not, because if you do, we're going to do this. And Putin just sitting there looking at him and just saying, yeah, right, buddy, you're not going to do a darn thing. Just like he didn't do anything when China sent a balloon across continental United States, got all of our information, and then they shot it down. And then they just went crazy shooting down everything. <laughs> it was hilarious. But almost a year ago, we got word that Putin was going to go in. And no one believed him. So he's in there now. And Biden has sent, as you said, Andrew, almost $117 billion to fight this war. Our war, of course. What Ukraine is a straw man. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. He brought a half a billion dollars with him. $500 yeah. million. Meanwhile, the residents of East Palestine, people who voted, who paid taxes, some of their tax taxpayer dollars probably is part of that billion dollars that's going to Ukraine. And here, here they are suffering. We wouldn't have known anything about it. The media didn't want to say anything about it. Until that huge mushroom cloud started developing. Then they wanted to focus a little bit on it. Do not doubt me. They don't care anything about it. They're making you think that they do because they wanted someone to help Biden out. But they're more concerned about this war in Ukraine. And don't be deceived. 
because both Democrats and Republicans and independents are concerned about that war because we got to make certain that Putin doesn't come in. We got to protect Ukraine's border. Wait, protect what? Ukraine's border? What about our southern border? What about all the illegals that are busting through our southern border? And then the monies that we're giving them, but we can't give to the citizens of East Palestine. So Biden's there on this, this kind of a rock star parade. I don't know if you saw he was in Poland. They had the lights gleaming and all this fancy stuff. And he's looking like a real leader, all while he's stumbling over his words and saying, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And China better not do this. And if China does, yeah, but your secretary of state just called China and they wouldn't take his call. Oh, but China, we're warning you. Yeah, China is saying, yeah, this is the same knucklehead who can't even walk up Air Force One without stumbling. Oh, yeah, he stumbled again. And then they'll probably say, oh, it was the wind. It was so windy. It was no wind. The man just can't walk straight. And this whole thing that he went in and had a checkup, it was a big lie. You have doctors who lie, and we know that now. The American Medical Association is one big lie because they told us we needed to wear a mask. And we know that we don't. Now, look at your New York Times. Look at the editorial page. They just came out and just said, wearing a mask, we did the research, it was worthless. It meant absolutely nothing. The New York Times said this. But don't think that the New York Times is coming around because they're not. They're just trying to get ahead of the lie that they had told. The masks were worthless. So this is the same media that will tell you, oh, Joe, he was there. He looked so good. Whose eyes were red when he was talking, stumbling over his words again. Carrying our taxpayer dollars to Ukraine. And there's no accountability, Andrew. We don't know where that money is going. His wife is probably taking a holiday. The same thing the late Arafat's wife did when he died. Arafat, remember the guy, Palestinian, the PLO, was a billionaire who made him a billionaire. Oh, America, sending him aid. And he's just putting the money up the side. The same thing with Zelensky. So here you have Biden walking through the presidential palace of Zelensky. Now, I don't mean anything. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, but I mean, if Putin really wanted to show show his power, blow up the palace. What are you waiting for? <laughs> I mean, you've blown up the entire country. The country has been devastated. I mean, what are you possibly waiting for? The only thing that's happening now is that there's more bloodshed, more people are dying. I mean, just go after the main target. No, I am not saying, do not get me wrong. <laughs> I am not saying to kill Zelensky. But, Andrew, when you think about it, that's what we're hoping happens to Putin, that someone kills him. I mean, I'm just being honest here. Why is this being delayed? Condoleezza Rice, former Secretary of State, she was a former uh, foreign advisor for the second Bush, and Robert Gates, he was the Secretary of Defense. They both said, the war is over. Ukraine has lost. Why don't we try to get these people to the table to talk? Oh, we can't do that. Instead, we want to give them American money. $117 billion. And then the other European nations, maybe like $10, million, 10 billion. It's like nothing. We have a crisis here in America. We can't protect our own borders. And then the people of East Palestine, 
they're suffering. So it took a real leader to land and go in to comfort the people there. A real president, Trump. Now, I know a lot of you don't probably don't care for Trump. A lot of the media don't care for him, so they barely covered the story. But he came. And of course, he brought with him Trump water to give to the residents. Cleaning material. Because Biden didn't want FEMA to go there because they viewed this as being something just really minor and small. But it isn't. Now, imagine, as I said before, if these individuals, if this was a black village, you would have every entertainer there. The view would probably go there and broadcast. I would say Don Lemon would go there, but he's getting in so much trouble as of lately, he probably would revoke his traveling card. But you get what I'm saying. If these people were black, racism does exist. Do not doubt me on that either. It does exist. And it's not reverse racism. I know that's cute. People like to say it. It is downright racism. Because these individuals are white, because the majority of them probably voted for Trump, their lives don't matter. But their taxpayer dollars do matter. Because we're going to get that and we're going to send that across the ocean. We're going to get that and we're going to use that to fund these illegal aliens that are here. So it takes someone like Trump to go there. Now, you would think this would get a lot of media attention. But you got those in the media on the left and the right, Andrew, that don't like Trump. They don't like him at all. So they don't care that he's going there. They're going to suppress it. They don't want people to know about it. Pete Buttigieg, Secretary of Transportation, he didn't go there. And did you see what he said the other day to one of the reporters? I think it was a reporter from the Daily Caller was asking him, are you going to go there, Pete? Pete, can, Pete, are you going to go? And Pete goes, oh, well, maybe I, I, I might go. Uh, but can I get a picture with you? Why is Pete asking to take a picture with the reporter? Well, I would think he's going to go after the reporter and try right. to shut the reporter down. Why wouldn't he? And if he did, no one's going to say anything because we don't have a reliable media that would call it out. The same way we don't have a reliable media that would report that Trump went to East Palestine when the president, the so-called president, who happens to be the resident, did not go. Why didn't Kamala go? Why didn't Jill Biden go? Why hasn't she gone? Well, Jill is basically going to Africa telling the Africans, dance for me. Why aren't black people mad about that? And why would they send Jill? She's not the president of the United States. Why are they treating African countries as if though you don't deserve to have the real president there? You see how these people are so confused and mixed up? Then they want to talk about racism. It's the party that you're supporting, the Democrat Party, the party of the Ku Klux Klan. Now, I hate saying that because I don't want to demonize the entire party, but the element that has taken over this party, they're nothing but a bunch of racists. White liberals, virtue signaling, thinking that they're better than everyone else, thinking that they're going to be absolved of all their sins by defunding the police, ignoring the plight of other American citizens. And these are people with deep pockets, but they don't care. They don't even care about the black people that they seemingly they're trying to save. They don't care. It's just like the Crusades. Bring them in. We're going to force them to take this religion. 
or bring these black people in. We're going to tell them we understand their causes. We're going to give them all this and give them all that. We'll let them take over these different cities. Yeah, but the cities you've destroyed. Look at Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City. Who was the mayor before that? Bill de Blasio. Bill de Blasio destroyed the infrastructure of the city. And then they allow Eric Adams to come in. So he's got to try to clean it up the best he can, but he can't do it because they've defunded the police. They have these crazy laws to let people who commit crimes go back on the streets. Look at New Orleans, the exact same thing. Look at Chicago. Look at San Francisco. Look at Los Angeles. You got, they got a black female mayor there. So the white liberal mayors have just destroyed it all, and now they've given it to the black people. They say, okay, now you can fix it up. They won't be able to. Because the infrastructure is destroyed. And who called that out? Trump. Trump said, look, we got to get this together. But no one wanted to listen to him. No one wanted to believe him because he was a racist. And you know that when they play that race card, black people like Clockwork Andrew will always fall for it and be deceived. And that's the reason why you have all this money going overseas. Then you got black people. We want reparations. Okay, well, <laughs> they've taken a billion some odd dollars and they're giving it to Ukraine. Look at all the money that they're giving to illegal aliens. And then they'll tell you, we're going to give you reparations, which will continue to destroy the budgets of the cities that you live in. So what do you need the money for? Bust it again. Yeah, it's so infuriating. The American people work so hard and they deserve when it tragedy happens in their community for the government to help them out because they pay taxes they don't want their money going to ukraine well at least uh, many don't want their money going to ukraine instead of american communities that could use the help and the aid joe biden his trip to um ukraine was a disaster it was bad for our country president trump going to um, east palestine just showed the stark difference and uh, the respect that President Trump has for the American people. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. 
So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. So, Andrew, when we went to break, we're talking about real leadership. And Trump, once again, exhibiting real leadership. And as I said during the first segment of the show, I'm sure, and you said the same thing, that there are people that don't like Trump for whatever reason. And I think a lot of people don't like him because they feel that he's too boisterous, he's up in your face, and he just says it like he means it. I mean, there are a lot of things that he does that I don't agree with, like the name calling and all that. I wish it would stop. Uh, the tweets, I don't care about the tweets. But, you know, he, he's, he, he could win this election. He could win it. But I think he needs to ignore the individuals that are running or the potential candidates that will be running because they have nothing on him. He can say, I can prove what I've done. Look at what I've done compared to what they want to do and what they're trying to do. And one of the things that he could say is that I never got us in a war. We never came close to it because when I took out all those radical leaders, the country's made threats, a one-day threat, but nothing ever happened. Whereas with Biden, he has us in a war with Russia, although Ukraine is the straw man. We're also teetering on a war, an outright war, with China. And a pronounced war with Russia. The Chinese people don't respect him. Now, I don't want to see the Chinese people because I don't want people to think that we're against Chinese people because we're not. It's the government. It's the regime. They don't respect Biden. And Biden knows it as well as his administration. And Democrats know it. But they're trying to get people to not see it. They want people to think that this man, Biden, is a strong leader, regardless of the fact of him stumbling all over the place. His gait is completely off. They're saying that it's his sciatic nerve. He is old as dirt. Russia just came out and said that we're going to get out of the nuclear arms agreement. We don't want to be in that anymore. China and Russia are coming closer together. They've created their own currency. China has gone around the world and supplied aid to all these other countries, including Africa and in Brazil and our back doorstep or backyard, rather. So China is saying, hey, the United States is weak. Look at the leader. Can you actually depend on them? They couldn't even help Ukraine. And should China go into Taiwan, game over. 
Do you think that people are going to trust the United States? The country is ailing the same way Biden is ailing before our very eyes, but the media is telling us it's not happening. Don't believe your eyes. There should be an amendment to the Constitution that all presidents are required to take a cognitive test. Trump did it. Trump is still functioning. He's on all cylinders. Now, a lot of people will say, well, he's going to be old also. You know, Andrew, when I think about it, age doesn't matter because you have people, some people who are like in their 90s and they're still functioning. Look at Warren Buffett. Look at John McCain's mom, Roberta, who was like 101 and still driving. People are living longer. What's at hand is the cognitive ability, and Joe doesn't have it. Joe can't remember facts. He can't process a lot of information. A president has to be able to do that. Joe can't do it. There are so many scandals with this administration. From the people that he selected to be in his cabinet that are completely incompetent, they're only there because of diversity, from Biden unable to go and talk to world leaders and remember their names, recall facts. I mean, this is a complete mess, whereas you have the real leader, Trump, in East Palestine encouraging the people saying, hey, we have not forgotten you. It was a great move. Now, some are saying, oh, it's all political. I don't care if it's political. It's also about humanity which Joe has not shown to those individuals. And when I see the media on both sides of the aisle saying, oh, well, Biden had to go to Ukraine because he's showing that he's a leader and we've got to make certain that we protect our interests. What interest? We can't even protect our own borders. So how can we protect Ukraine? Oh, I forgot we're sending them weapons. We're sending them billions of dollars. Joe can't be bothered to go see East Palestine. He can't even send Pete Buttigieg. Like I said, Pete said, oh, I might go 20, 20 days later. Oh, it's on my radar. No, I think he might have went today. I don't know. If he did go, I missed it. Because it was not important because he should have gone when it happened. Well, he's too busy being on maternity, paternity leave or whatever leave. This guy's a complete failure. He has done nothing. And he claims, Andrew, oh, well, I've done things like this before in South Bend when we had disasters. No, you did it. I looked it up. There were no disasters there. The only thing you had problems with was filling a pothole. And you couldn't even get that right because the citizens said you couldn't get it right. And you know what else? The citizens there are black. And they said that they didn't like you. But the media wants to rebuild him by making it seem as though he's linked to diversity and he's going to make certain that contractors are diversified when they get contracts from the government. Yeah, right. You know why they're doing it? Just in case he decides to run for president, they can tell the black people, oh, look, he's gay, but you can go ahead and accept him. No, black men aren't going to accept him because he's pretended to be something that he's not. We need the truth to come back out. Where does all this start? Well, it came all about during COVID when we were shut down. And the moment we got ready to open, oh, my God, look at what they had changed. They had changed a great deal. And here we are. So you have Putin who's saying, I don't care about the United States. They're not going to do anything. What is the worst they can do? And then Biden's team is calling Putin's team. Oh, Joe Biden's going to be coming there. Uh, don't bomb in this area because he's going to be there. And then Andrew, you saw him when, when he was walking around. They had the sirens going up. 
what I'm thinking. <laughs> Are we actually supposed to think that this is real? <laughs> I mean, think about it, Andrew. Do you, we actually just think this is real? Because if this was a real uh, sirens that were going out because bombing was taking place, the Secret Service would have said, Mr. President, you can't go out walking around. Did you see, see this is all theatrics. Go ahead. Yeah. Did you see when he was outside for the photo and they painted the uh, <laughs> spot for him to stand? Zelensky was standing at a spot and there was like a painting, a spot painted on the ground for Biden to put his feet so uh, he could stand at the right spot for their photo op. It was complete theatrics. Right. Biden stand here. And, and did you see when he was walking along this red carpet? Biden started to deviate and wander off, and they were trying to get him back on the carpet. I'm thinking, oh my God, this is <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Now, had Trump done? Remember when Trump went to visit the Queen, and they said, "Oh, Trump, he's trying to walk like he's in control. He's doing this." It's like, but he was doing what he was supposed to do. Whereas Biden is all over the map. He's an embarrassment. He's an embarrassment. But you know what the media will say? Oh, we can't talk about the president when he's not when he's left the country. There's a rule we're not supposed to do it. Yeah, but you did it. Talked about Trump. You broke all the rules on both sides. And now you want to pretend as if though Joe is a strong leader. And, and this is what they'll say. Well, we had to pretend because we didn't want China to think that we were against him because it would have given them an opportunity to take over. Well, you did it with Trump, but they knew that Trump was a strong leader, and Biden isn't. And you have all these Americans who are looking at Biden saying, oh, he's just the best man. I'm like, are you serious? You know, we learned the other day that Jimmy Carter has entered hospice at home. I think he's 95 years old, so his life is winding down. But he's lived a, he's lived a good life, you know, in his 90s. And he said that he's ready to meet his maker. But I'm glad he was able to see that history will look back at this and say that Joe Biden was the worst president ever. <laughs> the yeah. worst. Yeah, he can definitely be confident going to the grave that he has been surpassed. And if even if I have to write the book or we have to talk about it nonstop, Joe Biden is the <laughs> worst president ever. No, I know that many on the left and the right, because I have to throw them in there also, they hate the fact that Trump, <laughs> let's, let's just be honest, is up there with the best presidents. The four years that he was in office, considering everything he went through, all the lies, and I just hope to God at some point the lies, Andrew, are exposed and that people see that it was all a lie, that everything that they said about him was a lie. And how he was concerned about the middle class and the lower class. He was concerned about all people. I mean, he felt more comfortable with people who were barely uh, rubbing two nickels together. As opposed to these hoity-toity Democrats. Who don't care about you? And, and they demonstrated every day by saying, we're going to kick you out. We want these illegals because they'll be voting for us throughout eternity. And we're going to always throw up the race car so the people will say racism, racism. Yeah, but if we're so racist, <laughs> I keep saying this, Andrew, why don't people keep coming across the border? I can't figure it out. If we're such a racist country, why do people keep coming across the border? Are they coming for the racism? 
And then you have Hispanics that are coming to the conservative party. You have blacks that are there. You look at Nikki Haley. She's Indian, Indian American, families from India. And she's running for the presidency. Now, I don't know what you guys think about her, but she's a conservative. And they're even attacking her now, saying she's using her brown skin to lure black and brown people on her side. No, that's what the Democrats have been doing. And they've been doing it for decades. And it's time for black and brown people to wake up. Look around you in these communities. These communities that's giving you a lot. Keeping you on the welfare. But are you safe? No, you're not safe. Illegal aliens are more safer than you. Because they're protected. But, and you're not protected. And Donald Trump tried to call this to your attention. But no, oh no, he's racist. It's like, but that's not so. Joe Biden is bringing us closer and closer to an outright war. So how can we be safe? Do you actually feel comfortable with this man having a finger on the red button? Well, we don't have to worry about it because we know that they've hidden it from him. It's probably Susan Rice and Barack Obama. They're the puppet masters. People can't see it. And it's right there for you to see. You don't even have to like suspect. It's, it's right there. It's right in front of you. And you just don't see it. You don't want to see it because of the hate that they've built toward Donald Trump. And when I hear people, I mean, Andrew, when they talk about him, we have such vitriol. Oh, he's, I hate them. Well, why? He's a racist. He's a racist. It's like, okay, how so? How is he a racist? Well, what happened? He said that there are good people on both sides. Okay, he debunked that. He didn't say that. So how is he a racist? When you look at his background, you have black people, entertainers, celebrities, Snoop Dogg, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, and so many others singing his virtues. You listen to rap music from the 90s. Trump was all in it. So how did he become a racist? If you look back, you never saw pictures of Joe Biden with rappers. You never saw Joe Biden with just regular black people, black and brown people. And he's not a racist, but Trump is a racist. You never saw Joe Biden trying to help the little man like Trump going to East Palestine. Joe Biden is a millionaire. Why hasn't he or Hunter sent water to East Palestine? Why haven't they had their friends to do it? But Trump did it. I don't, I don't get this picture here. But Joe Biden is really good at spending other people's money. As they say, that's what they do. They spend other people's money. So they've taken our taxpayer monies and they're giving it to Ukraine until illegals. Why is that? Hey, Republicans, I mean, Democrats, they, won't, they can't answer that. They don't want to answer that. They don't want you to see through it. They don't want you to know the truth. That Joe Biden is incompetent. His entire administration is incompetent. Pete Buttigieg is only at that position because he is a gay, white liberal. I remember when he was running for the presidency, they were saying, oh, Barack Obama, uh, he might endorse uh, Pete Buttigieg. But we knew he was going to endorse Kamala because he didn't like Joe Biden. And everyone said, oh, Pete, 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 knowing that Pete was incompetent. The only reason why Pete got up there was because he was gay. That's it. He's accomplished nothing else in life of significance. Small time mayor, 
And he used to date women. I don't know how he became. I don't know if he if he was out when he became the mayor or not. Because you know they will lie as to who they are. But this man is so incompetent. Now he's smart. He had all these big hoity-toity jobs, but he's not smart enough to go and actually meet with the people. Because if he go to South Bend, they're going to say, "Why did what took you so long?" And he'll probably go to some friendly little area. They'll, what they're doing right now, Andrea, as I'm assuming, is they're trying to like speed out the people and see who can we have stand with him, who likes him. And you know, there's always someone in the community who'll say, "Oh, I'll give him a chance." And then they'll stand with, they'll sing his virtues. Oh, we're so glad he came, and oh, I feel so comfortable now. But I wonder if he'll drink the water. And if he does drink the water, he'll probably bring his own bottled water and pour that in a cup and go, "Oh, I'm drinking the water." And it's not Trump's water; it's regular water. That's your, that's our boy Pete, Pete Booted Edge Edge. I guess he and his uh, boyfriend or whatever he calls the guy will probably go there together. And then people, oh, this is so great. This is beautiful. He went, oh, we're so proud. And Joel stumbled back in the United States. So, yeah, they said Pete was there. I don't, like I said, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't care to see what he had to say or what he had to offer because it was insignificant because he didn't go 20 days ago when this catastrophe took place. Yeah, the story is Trump going. Bingo. And that's all that matters, that he went. And he provided aid because Bojo Biden would allow FEMA to go in and provide aid. Really? A federal agency. It shows you that they don't care for the people there. And it could be any one of you next. All of you who are supposed to be woke and you're voting for Joe Biden. You could be next. Mm -hmm. You could come, uh, encounter a catastrophe. And while you think they like you, if you're not the right color, if you're not voting the right way, you got the right gender because it has to be everything has to line up perfectly. Everything. You have to check all the boxes. And if you don't, huh, they will screw you over and will look the other way. Kamala, you better watch out, girl. You better watch out. Because uh, they might just screw you over the same way they screwed over Simone Sanders and so many others because it didn't fit their agenda. Look at Merrick Garland. They screwed him over, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's also interesting. Ohio's always kind of been um, a swing state, right? But after this latest incident, they've already been leaning red. You would have to think after this latest incident, they're going to be dark red um, come the next election because the Democrats have just left them out to dry. It's not just East Palestine, Ohio, that's dealing with these issues. A majority of the state um, is worried about their drinking water. I know if I lived in Ohio, even if I was, you know, 100 miles away, I'd be worried if there was a body of water next to me that got some of these chemicals in it. So um, these people in Ohio do not feel safe. I think the next election, it's going to be clear that Ohio is going to be a Republican state. I think the electorate is changing quite a bit in this country. I think the Democrats, it looks like, are taking... Um, Georgia, but it looks like the Republicans have Florida and Ohio in firm in their hands, which is um, good to see. But if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. 
Healthy cell, cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. And you can go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and save 25% off with the promo code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, promo code OUTLOUD to save 25% off your order. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Make sure you go to our website and check the banner bars. The banner bars to the sponsors, when you click on them, automatically give you a discount on products. I like especially Healthy Cell REM Sleep Supplement for a great night's sleep. I took it last night. No wonder I feel so good today. Check out Healthy Cell and go to our website, Banner Bar, to get a discount off your first purchase. Let's get real, let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative things. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, Keep your face always toward the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Andrew, we're the last block of shit. And we've been talking about Trump's visit to East Palestine, which was very presidential, a very presidential move. Move, And we know that there are other individuals that are planning on running and the media wants to downplay it because they, because Joe Biden didn't go there. So, of course, they don't want to give Trump any, any credit for going. And because the presidential race of 2024 is gradually starting to kick off somewhat. And they're saying that Joe will probably announce that he's running in April, thereabout. And I, I will tell you guys that he could win this thing. <laughs> if the Democrats do what they did in 2020 and 2022, Joe could win this. Because we know what they did in 2020 and 2022 is they cheated. And they got activist judges to cheat with them. So do not doubt me when I say this. And I always say, don't doubt me. That's the fact that he could win. Joe could win. And even if Joe doesn't go out and campaign, because we know the Democrats, they don't do that anymore. They've just gotten rid of going out, shaking the hands of people, 
It's now a campaign driven by being in the basement and not saying anything, because if you say something, people are going to ask questions that you can't answer. So you deflect and you accuse your opponent of being a racist. And you just keep that out there, and that's all people can focus on. Never mind that they're uh, they're, they're suffering in the way of the uh, economics or fi finances. Never mind that. You just put that on the background. But so Joe could win this thing. And it just brings me to the next thing that I want to talk about is that we know that there are many, many investigations still going on yet again with Donald Trump. I heard the other day that they're doing, they're getting ready to subpoena Ivanka and Jared over the Jan 6. Because if you recall, Merrick Garland, when he decided to investigate Trump having classified documents, the person that he said is going to investigate this, he gave him a complete range of things to look at from classified documents all the way to Jan 6. Now, what does Jan 6 have to do with classified documents? Not a damn thing. But they want you to think that it does. They want you to think that Merrick Garland is on top of things. No, he's not. It's a fishing expedition. They're fishing for something. It's a witch hunt. Okay? Because when he appointed a special prosecutor to investigate Biden, he gave him a small scope. And we now know that had he given him a larger scope, there are documents that have been found all over. Every footprint that Biden has gone to, you'll find documents. But with Trump, no, we want to extend it. So we've got that investigation. we got an investigation going on here with Alvin Bragg, who had said initially, oh, we're not going to prosecute. We're not going to look into this. But now he's doing it again. we got another trial, pending trial, with some woman who said that Trump raped her. Now, all of this could be squashed if a judge who wasn't an activist judge said, you know, this is a waste of taxpayer money. This is a waste of our legal system. I don't even want to hear it. But you've got activist judges who want to hear this. Even if it might come back with an acquittal or there's nothing there, they still want it out there because they want to damage Trump. They want to damage him in your eyes because anybody but Trump, remember they had that group, anybody but Trump? Anybody but Trump. We would prefer anyone, even a senile old white man, the Democrats said shouldn't be at the party, Joe Biden, anybody but Trump. So that brings me to when I said the witch hunt. Grand jury in Georgia. You know, they had a grand jury in Georgia because they were saying that Trump was trying to overthrow the election because of something that he nefarious that he said on a phone call. Now, originally, when we learned about this, Andrew, we didn't know anything about the phone call. But then Trump said, Here's a phone call. And in the phone call, Trump was saying, telling the Secretary of State, I need for you to find 11,000 some odd votes. This is what we need. Count the votes. This is what we need. Recount the votes because we know that you guys are having problems. And this is all we need. Okay. How is he trying to overthrow the election by saying that? The Democrats do it all the time. Mark Elias. He's always flying down to these hot spots and we need to count this and going to judges saying, well, can you count this? Can we count the signatures here? Or can we not count these signatures because they're Republican signatures? What's the difference? So anyway, you have this activist DA, compliments of George Soros. Oh, yeah. And by the way, she's a black woman. She's incompetent. I, I, I mean, I don't make this stuff up. It's just the way it is. 
who should be looking at the crime in Georgia. But she's too busy trying to take down Trump because she wants to go down as a hero, as a black woman who took down a white man. Meaningless, I tell you, meaningless, especially if you can't protect your own black people from the crime that you're probably responsible for because you don't want to prosecute. But anyway, she's going to have this grand jury. And they're hearing, I think they heard from 75 witnesses who came in and testified. Now, again, I'll just explain a grand jury to you because I've been on a grand jury here in New York. Grand jury is created so that you can make, uh, they can make a recommendation to indict a person. You don't need a grand jury. The prosecutor can just say, we're going to indict. But they have a grand jury to make it seem as if, though, oh, this is really serious. And if the grand jury decides that they want to indict, something must have happened. But that's not the case. And the grand jury consists of, my grand jury consists of, I think, about 80 people that are hearing cases. And you're hearing cases all day long, just different cases, some cases along with the others. But this was a specially seated grand jury in Georgia because they only wanted them to hear about this case that they said Trump tried to change the election. Now, never mind you, the Stacey Abrams came in and said, oh, we're going to change this. We're going to move, have the all-star game to move because they're voter suppressing, voter suppression. I mean, she's actively messing with the electorates, trying to get them to vote her way. But this little grand jury put together, it's been together, I think, for almost about a year now, so they've now done with their work and they've released a panel. And then they had some people saying, we want to know what their testimonies were. We want to know what they did. And you're not supposed to release that information, but a judge decided we're going to release certain parts of the what the grand jury heard. But we're not going to release any of the names. So one of the things that was released is that there was a recommendation from the grand jury. Because remember, the grand jury can't indict. In this instance, they can't. They can only make a recommendation. So they made a recommendation that some of the people that testified before the grand jury, they were lying. And we think they should be indicted. Oh, really? So you can't indict, but you're going to put out there that there were people that were lying. So we'll get the public all riled up and say, oh, indict, indict. Ah, interesting. And we're supposed to have the best judicial system going. And not only that, Andrew, we're now finding out that the jury person, they used to call him the jury, the foreman, but now everybody's become so political. The jury person who goes by the name of Emily Coors, K-O-H-R-S, Google her. She's a, well, you just Google her, you can make your own assessment as to who and what she looks like. But she's also a member of the Wiccan community. Weaken, also known as witch, like within, as in witch hunt. So she's supposed to be the jury person. Now, when you have grand juries, when you seat them, it's in a cloud of secrecy. You're not supposed to say anything. You don't say anything after the grand jury. You don't talk. Now, you can make general, you can be general and say, oh, yeah, we heard a case and it was about this, but I can't tell you anything else. But this woman has decided to go on a media blitz tour. You would think that the media would stay clear of her. But no, not CNN and not MSNBC. So they invited her on their show. Again, Google her. Emily Coors, K-O-H-R-S. And look at the video. And man, she's on CNN. She's all giggly. You would think that she's someone off the streets with not even having an education. 
And she's saying, that, oh, yeah, there are going to be some people that we indict. Oh, and you won't be at all surprised if we think they should, they, they should the, per the person they should indict. Oh, you won't be at all surprised. Hint, hint, Donald Trump. Hint, hint, Rudy Giuliani. Hint, hint, Lindsey Graham. Oh, yeah. And then she goes, oh, and by the way, I just wanted to be the uh, four person because I wanted to be able to swear Donald Trump in and say, do you swear to tell the truth and nothing but the truth? So help you God. She's not supposed to be saying that. And she's saying that if they don't indict, she'll be disappointed because she wants them to indict him on something. It doesn't matter, just on anything. This is supposed to be the jury person who's over all the other jurors, who swears the other jurors in, who gets all the votes together, and then she presents them to the attorney. She's out giving a media tour. You would think that a judge would say, we need to shut this down. But you got activist judges who won't do it. Just like you had an activist judge when John Durham brought his case forward against the Sullivan guy. Activist judges who allow any and everything to go forward because they have a vested interest to take down a particular person. And then you want us to trust the criminal justice system? Now you see why so many black people don't trust the criminal justice system. And black people should see this and go, wait a minute, sister girl. We probably don't like Donald Trump, but what you're doing is wrong. And we're going to call this out because if we don't, the same thing could happen to us, which is what happened to us in the segregated South when you Democrats stacked the courts against us. But see, the media won't report on that. They won't report and tell black people, this is what you went through in the segregated South when people call themselves Democrats, went against you and fixed the cases so that you would be found guilty. But see, because it's Donald Trump, we don't care. We'll let everything fly. Because we want him to be guilty. We want him to be guilty. We want him to go to jail. He has to go to jail. Why? For loving the country? For making America great again? For exposing you guys, for the lies, for exposing Hillary Clinton, for saying, I did nothing wrong when I had a phone call to the president of Ukraine. And you would think he would come out and say, Trump did nothing wrong, but he's not going to. You know why? Because Biden is giving him billions of dollars. So Biden has a vested interest to make certain that Zelensky stays on his good side and not talk and call out Hunter Biden for the business deals that he did. That's the reason why the Chinese balloon went across the continental United States and probably getting all of our confidential information because the Biden family are compromised. But you won't get that from the media. They won't call it out. The same way you would think that they would be saying, wait a minute, now we know that the Hunter Biden laptop is real. What else is real? What did Biden know and when did he know it? What is going on here? The person in the White House is completely compromised. We're in a war with Russia. We're about to go to war with China. And we're defenseless. How can we protect ourselves? The person in the White House is completely compromised. He's giving our taxpayer dollars to another country to protect their borders. Meanwhile, we have American citizens in East Palestine who are suffering. And the Secretary of Transportation won't even go there. But we're focusing on Georgia. 
and the jury for a person who's literally coming out and saying, hey, we got this case fixed. There's no way Trump is going to get out of this because we want him to go down. And you don't have a single judge who would say, or a lawyer who would say, wait a minute, she can't do that. Why is she doing that? I'm surprised Trump's attorneys aren't saying this. Maybe they are. Maybe they are reaching out to the judge and saying, judge, you know this is wrong. We need to throw this out. And that's what should happen. The fact that she went out and spoke to the media. A petition should be made to the judge to vacate this altogether. That should happen. And if it does not happen, we know that this judge is compromised. This judge wants a verdict to come out the way he wants it to, which is guilty. This should completely be thrown out the same way the case with this woman, Carol, who claimed that Trump raped her, should be thrown out the same way what Alvin Bragg is doing, trying to see if Trump paid money to some cheap floozy. That should be thrown out. All these cases should be thrown out and vacated. We should not have to endure this anymore. But because we have activist judges, it won't happen. And lawyers are afraid to say anything about it. Because everyone is woke and they don't want to be canceled. We need to get back to the fundamental rudimentary of this country and what this country was founded upon, justice for all. And there's no double jeopardy. It has to be over. That's the only way this country will win its soul back. Because what we're doing right now, we are definitely going downhill. And if we don't return this, this tide as soon as possible, it's over because we're not focusing on the things that matter. And what matters is that we are Americans and we can agree to disagree, but to go after one person because we have hate, because this person has exposed us, Andrew, it is completely wrong. Yeah, very well said. It's the difference between America last and America first. And uh, we saw that this week. It was a big week for President Trump, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, thank you all for joining us. This hour flew right by. We appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review or two thumbs up if you can, or go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.